Shalom to all. Today's office Miguel Yotes. We are starting eight lines from the top with the brand new Mishnah. In today's office, sponsored Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam, Sarah, Basrup, Yaakov, Misha, her Neshama should have an Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Yerbech Mila, Mardachai, Ben Rubchaim, his Neshama should have an Aliyah. And the Mishnah says, Ben Yerushalach Lakrach, someone who lives in an unwalled city, and he went to a walled city. He lives in Bnei Brak, and he went to Yerushalayim. Or Ben Krach Shalach Lir. Or if we have someone who lives in a walled city, he went to an unwalled city. Someone from Yerushalayim went to Bnei Brak. If he's going to end up going back to his place, Karkim Kaimai, he just reads where he's from originally. Vimlav, but if not, Karkimai, he has to read with the people of the city that he's currently in, and we're going to explain this in the Gemara. And now the Mishnah says, Mehechan Kari Adam Samagila. From where does a person have to read the Megillah? Vyatzabaydei Chavase and his Yatzay is Chiyav. Meaning, if he only read a certain section of Megillah, what section is it that he has to read and that he's going to be Yatzay? So Rameh Armi he says, Kula, you have to read the entire Megillah. Rabbi Hudaimer he says, Meishihudi. He only has to read from Ishihudi, which is from when he start talking about Mordechai. Rabbi Yisyamer he says, Meacharadvarmaela from Acharadvarmaela, which is referring to when we start talking about Haman. And now Amarava he says, Laishanu. This is only taught. Meaning, this first halacha of the Mishnah that had said. If someone from a walled city goes to an unwalled city, a Chalmer, someone from Yushalayim goes to Bnei Brak, that was only taught El Sha'asid Lachzer Blayel Abasar. That's only if he's going to end up coming back on the night of the 14th, meaning he's not going to spend Purim night in Bnei Brak. However, if he's not going to end up coming back that night and he's going to stay in Bnei Brak and he's going to wake up in the morning in Bnei Brak, Karimayin, he has to read with the people of Bnei Brak. Amarava, he says, How do I know that? The Pasuk says, Therefore, the Hudim, the Jews that are from unwalled cities, that live in unwalled cities. Now, Mechti, let's see, says, it speaks about these Jews from the unwalled cities. Why do we have to repeat and say that live in the unwalled cities? must be that's teaching us the pars ben Someone who's in an unwalled city for a day, he's called a resident of that city, even though he's only there for the day, and therefore he is chiv of Mikra Megillah. So Ashkan pars, we've seen that someone who's in an unwalled city for a day, he could be called that he lives in that city, and therefore he would have to read Megillah like them. Mokav Minalan, what about the opposite way around? Someone who's in a walled city, someone who's in Yushalayim for the day, he would have to read like people of Yushalayim. So we answer. Svarahu, it's logical. If someone's in an unwalled city for the day, he's considered like a resident of that city. So So too, someone who's in a walled city for that day, he's also considered like part of that walled city. And we continue, he tells us, we have someone from a village who goes to the big city, either which way, he has to read with them on Purim on the 14th. Now let's remember, as we've learned, the villagers are they read the Monday or Thursday before Purim. So let's say that year on Purim was Tuesday. This fellow went to the city on Monday. He read the Megillah on Monday, but he decided to stay that night. He had has to hear Megillah again. He has to hear Megillah twice. So we ask, my time, why is that? He already read Megillah the day before. That's because really he should be reading like the Bnei Ir. He should really be reading on regular Purim day. That they could read earlier in order they could bring water and food to the brothers in the walled cities. But That's only if he's in his place. He's in his city when real Purim is. So we don't make him schlep to the main city. However, if he's actually in the main city on Purim, he has to read like the people of that city. But now, he asks a question on Rava from a Brisa. The Brisa tells us, Ben If we have someone from a walled city that went to an unwalled city, either which way he has to read like his place, meaning even though he's in Bnei Brak on the day of Purim, he doesn't read like Bnei Brak, he reads like Yerushalayim. But now, has to explain this Brisa before he actually asks the question on Rava. Ben is the Brisa really talking about a Ben Krach, someone from Yerushalayim? We know that it has to do with when he's going to be going back to Yerushalayim, and it has nothing to do with either which way he has to read. In his place. So this halacha can't apply to someone who's going from a walled city to an unwalled city. So El Lave must be says Abai, what's our Brisa talking about? Ben Kfar, someone from a village. Meaning, someone from a village that's in an unwalled city, even though he's there on Purim, he still reads like everyone from his village. So we clearly have a question from this Brisa on Rava. So Gemara answers, Vlav didn't you just have to explain the Brisa anyway? Meaning, in the first place when you read the Brisa, it didn't make sense, and you had to change the Brisa by to make it make sense, and then you asked the question. So we're going to continue changing the Brisa, so there's no question. To me, let's just understand this Brisa as Karyama. 
Kamahin, not that we read the Brisa as Karkim Kaima, he reads like his place, meaning he's Makdam Liam Aknisa. It just means Karimahin, he reads with them, and if he's there on Purim, he reads like that on Walled City. And we had said in the Mishnah Mehechan Kari Adam Samagila, from where does a person have to read the Megillah? And he's gonna be Yaitse. And we had three different opinions in the Mishnah, and now Tanya, we have a fourth opinion, Rib Shimbar Khaimer, he tells us, me Balailo Hahu from the Pasuk of Balailahu from when Achashverish couldn't sleep. And Amr Biachan of Kulamik Achadarshu, they all darsh in the same Pasuk. The Pasuk tells us Vatikhtav Esra Malko Mordechai Hudi has called Taikaf. Esther and Mordechai wrote all the acts of power, and the Pasuk continues, Lakaim Asigar Sapurim. We learn from here that acts of Taikaf power have to be read on Purim. So how is it that they darshan it? So on the Amr Kula, the one that says we have to read the entire Megillah, that's Taikafash Achashverish. We have to read about the Taikaf about all the acts of power of Achashverish, and the entire Megillah talks about Achashverish. So we have to read the entire Megillah. And Umanda Amr me Ishihudi, according to Manda Amr, we only have to read from Ishihudi, that's Taikafashal Mordechai. That means we only have to start speaking about the great acts of Mordechai, so we only have to start reading the Megillah from there. And Umanda Amr Machar Dramaela, according to that Manda Amr, Taikafashal Haman, we only have to start reading about the acts of Haman. And Umanda Amr Belaila, who Taikafashal Nase, we only have to start reading about the main pivotal point of the Nase, and that's when Achashverish couldn't sleep. Now, if Huna Amr Mehachar, if Huna says that they actually argue about how to darshan a different Pasuk, the Pasuk tells us, why did they see fit to act in this way, and what happened to them? So we darshan this Pasuk differently. So Manda Amr Kula, according to the Manda Amr, you have to read the entire Megillah, he darshans the Pasuk as Ma Ra Hashverish and Ishtamish Bekelm Shabesa Mikdash. What exactly was seeming Tachashverish? Why did he decide to start using the Kelm Shabesa Mikdash? That's because Al Kacha Mishum the Chashiv Shivim Shnin, since he has been 70 years of Galus, Vlai Ifrik and Klai Yisrael wasn't redeemed, so therefore he made this big party with the Kelm Shabesa Mikdash. And Umay Gialem, what happened because of that? The Katal Vashti Vashti was killed. So that's why we have to start reading all the way from the beginning. And Umand Amr Ishihudi, according to Umand Amr, we only have to start reading from Ishihudi, Ma Ra Mardachai de Ikni Bahaman. What did Mardachai see that he provoked Haman? Al Kacha, that's because the Shavyanav Shavaydazara. Haman made himself like an Avaydazara, so therefore Mardachai provoked him. And Umay Gialem, what happened afterwards? This Rachash Nisa Anes happened. And Umand Amr Machad Ramaila, we have to start reading only from Haman and onwards. So the way he understands the Pasak is Ma Ra Haman Shaniskan Bukhalayudim. What did Haman see that he was upset that he was provoked by all of the Jews? That's because Al Kacha Mishum de Mardachai Lo Yechrav Lo Yishtachave. Mordechai didn't bow down to him. And Umay Gialem, what happened because of that? Vasalu Isav, as Banaval ate, him and his sons were hanged on the tree. And Umanda Amr, Mibalaila, who? Why is it that we start reading from there? Ma'ra Hashverish, Lahavia Sefer Hazichroinus. Why is that Hashverish wanted Sefer Hazichroinus, the Sefer of Remembrances, the Sefer of Chronicles, brought to him? That's because Al Kacha, Desamnise Esther, Lahaman Bahade, Esther invited Haman to have the Suda together. And as we said previously, Hashverish was thinking to himself, why is it that she invited Haman? It must be because they're planning to kill me. And why didn't anyone tell me that they're planning to kill me? It must be that I owe someone a favor and I never paid him, and that's why he didn't tell me about it. So that's why he had the Sefer Hazichron is brought. And Umay Gealem, what happened because of that? This Rachash Nisa, the Nase happened. And now the Halacha, Amr of Chelboy, Amr of Chalm Barguria, Amr Rav, Halacha Gedeber, Amr Kula, the Halacha is according to the Manda Amr that you have to read the entire Megillah. And if I feel the Manda Amr, me Ishihudi, even according to the Manda Amr that you only have to read from Ishihudi, Srikhashtaik Suva Kula, the entire Megillah still has to be written. You have to have a full Megillah. It's not that you could start writing it from Ishihudi. The whole Megillah has to be written, but you only have to read it from Ishihudi. And Amr of Chelboy, Amr of Chalm Barguria, Amr Rav, another member from him, Megillah, the Megillah is Nikris Sefer of Nikris Egeris. It's called a Sefer, like a Sefer Tyra, and it's called an Egeris, meaning like a letter. And therefore, we have to treat it like a Sefer Tyra in some aspects, but we also could treat it like a letter in some aspects. Nikris Sefer, and therefore the relevance is Sheim Tafer Bechute Pishton. If he sewed the different pieces of parchment together with linen, Psula, it's possible, because you're not allowed to do that with a Sefer Tyra. The Nikris Egeris is called an Egeris, and what's the relevance over there? Sheim Gidin. If he sewed it only with three threads, Sheira, it's Kasher. And Amr of Nachem, he says, they have to be Meshulashim, meaning the distance between the beginning of the cloth and the stitches have to be equal. For example, if the cloth is 12 inches tall, the first stitch would be 3 inches from the top, the next 3 inches from that, and the last 3 inches from the second, so they're all equidistant from each other, as opposed to a Sefer Tyra has to be completely sewn through from top to bottom. And Amar Yehud Amr he says, Let's say someone reads from Megillah, and it's written among other Ksuvim. Let's say he has this big scroll that has all the Chamesh Megillahs in it. So 
Kula Yata, he's not Yata reading Megillah. That's because the Megillah has to be written specifically for the purpose of Pursume Nisa, has to be written like an Igeras. And if he's reading it out of this big thing that has all five Megillahs together, it just looks like it was written Lhislami to be learning from it, but not actually to be read as a Megillah's Esther as Pursume Nisa. And Amarava, he explains, Loy Amar, that was only said, El Doi Mechasrum Yasser Porte. That's only if the cloth that it's written on isn't a little bit bigger or a little bit smaller than the rest of the cloth. However, if that cloth that Megillah's Esther is written on is a little bit bigger or a little bit smaller than the rest of the cloth of that roll of, let's say, all the Megillah says we're saying, less lombos, and then there's no problem because it's very clear that this is specifically Megillah's Esther and it's different from everything else. And a story about this, Levi Bar Shmuel, Havakakari Kamed Rav Yehudim Megillah Yotes on Bezan Tab Haksuva Ben Haksuvim. Levi Bar Shmuel was reading in front of Rav Yehuda out of Megillah that was actually written as part of a larger scroll. There was other Sifrik Suvim in there. And Amr he told him, Harei Amru, they said, Hakarim Megillah Haksuva Ben Haksuvim La Yatsa, you're not Yatsa. And now more on this Allah, Amr of Chibar Abba, Amr of Yechan, Hakarim Megillah Haksuva Ben Haksuvim La Yatsa, he's not Yatsa. But then right away, Umahula Mucha, this means he hit it on the head. He hit the Halacha on the head and he made it a little bit easier, a little bit less strict. But Sibur Shanu, that's only in the Sibur, only in the congregation, only when you're in Shul, you're not allowed to read out of this Megillah. However, at home in private, you are allowed to read out of such Megillah. And Amr Chibar Abba, Amr Yechan, Shir Hatefer, the fact that you have to leave a little bit above the stitch in the Sefer Torah, we're going to explain this in a moment. And then right away, he actually hit that halacha on the head and he lessened it a little bit. He said, Actually, they only said this, meaning the Chachamim were the one that instituted this. It's not Daraisa. And the only reason why they said that is so that it shouldn't tear. Meaning, if two sections of cloth were connected by being sewn across the entire length, then if someone would roll them too tight, then the tension would tear it. However, if there's a bit of unsewn space at the top and bottom, then when he begins to roll too tight, he's going to see the two parts beginning to separate and then he's going to roll it a bit looser before it tears. But again, we originally thought that this was a Daraisa, but then it turned out that it's just a Dirabanon. And another halach of If in the cave that Moshe and Al-Yo were standing in, there was a little bit of space left over. How big is that space that we're talking about? The size of a tiny little needle. They wouldn't have been able to stand because of the great light. Because the Pasuk says, A person can't see me and live. What's this referring to? So the Pasuk relates that Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to see Hashem. But then Hashem replied, You can't see my face, but my back, yes. So Hashem placed him the Pasuk says, in the cleft of the rock and passed in front of Moshe Rabbeinu while shielding his face. And the same thing happened with Elio. So we just learned in this Gemara that had Hashem opened a space, even the size of the thinnest needle as he was passing Moshe and Elio, they wouldn't have been able to handle the amount of brilliant light. And another member of Amr Vchir Barab, Amr Vyechon, Madach Siv, what's Pshat in the Pasuk, Va'alehem, and on them, referring to the Luchais, was, Kechol Advar Mashir Dibra Hashem, Machem Bahar, all the words that Hashem spoke to you on the mountain. Milamis teaches us, Sharoh, Kajbroch, Lamashir, that Hashem showed Moshe Rabbeinu Dikduke Tairah, which refers to all the inclusions learned from the words Gam and S, and all the exclusions learned from the words Ach and Rak, and the Gduke Seifram, which refers to what the Chum of later generations learned based off of what earlier generations taught, and Masha Seifram Asim Lechadesh, what the Seifram are going to end up being Mechadesh, something new that they're going to end up bringing, and Umaynihu, what is that? Mikr Megillah, that's referring to Megillah. As we said previously, it was something new that the Nevim were Mechadesh. And the Masha says, Akal Chair Malikers is a Megillah, everyone is allowed to read the Megillah, Chutz, except for Mecheresh, Shaita Vakaton. A Cheresh is someone who's deaf, a Shaita, we know what a Shaita is, and a Katan is a minor, someone who's not Bar Mitzvah. Rabbi Huda Machshur Katan, Rabbi Huda allows a Katan to read the Megillah, and that means that these people are not Yitzin themselves, and they cannot be mighty other people either. And now the Gemara asks, Man Tana Cheresh Deyevid Namiloi, who is the Tana of our Mishnah that says that a Cheresh, even Bidiyevid, if he read the Megillah and he tried to be mighty someone else, even Bidiyevid, that person is not Yitzin? So Rav Masi answers, Rabbi Yitzin, it's Rabbi Yitzin. Did not we have a Mishnah? A Kersa Shema, if a person says Shema, he didn't hear what he said, Yatsa, he's Yitzin. Rabbi Yitzin, Rabbi Yitzin says, he's not Yitzin, even Bidiyevid, he's not Yitzin. So it must be that our Mishnah as well, the person is not going to be Yitzin if he heard it from a Cheresh Shaita or Katan. Ask the Gemara, reminder of Yaisi, he would have a Nami Loi. Who says our Mishnah is Rabbi Yaisi? 
and we're saying that even B'diyavet, a person is not going to be Yitzhi from one of these people, Dilma Rabbi Yehuda, he perhaps Ramesh is actually Rabbi Yehuda, and L'chatchila, a person is not allowed to hear the Megillah from one of these people. Hadiyavet, chapter dummy. However, B'diyavet, if he did hear the Megillah from one of these, so he is going to be Yitzhi. So the Gemara answers, let's talk with that. Don't think that our Mishnah is Rabbi Yehuda. The Ketani, because our Mishnah had said, Cheresh, Domi, the Shait of a Katan. A Cheresh was compared to a Shait of a Katan. It was said together, Cheresh, Shait of a Katan. And my Shait of a Katan, the Avinami Lai. Everyone agrees that Shait and Katan, even B'diyavit, if you heard from them, you're not Yitz in the Megillah. Av Cheresh, the Avinami Lai, even Cheresh in our Mishnah means B'diyavit, you're not going to be Yitz. So it must be that our Mishnah is Rabbi Yitz. And we're talking about a case of B'diyavit, you're not going to be Yitz. The Gemara asks, Vidil Mahakad Isa, Mahakad Isa. Perhaps our Mishnah could still be Rabbi Huda, and just this one is like its halacha, and this one's like its halacha. Even though Cheresh, Shait of a Katan is grouped together, Cheresh has one halacha, then actually B'diyavit, you would be Yitz. However, Shait of a Katan, you wouldn't be Yitz B'diyavit. And it's two separate halachas, even though they're being mentioned together. So the Gemara answers that can't be, because Megatani is safe from the fact that the end of the Mishnah says, Rabbi Huda Machshir Bakatan, Rabbi Huda allows a Katan, Mechal the Rasha Lav Rabbi Huda, it must be the Rasha is not Rabbi Huda. But the Gemara continues asking, Vidal Makula Rabbi Huda, perhaps the entire Mishnah is Rabbi Huda. We answer, that can't be. Me, Dami, is that comparable? Rasha Lapsula Vesafal Akshira. The beginning of the Mishnah says that it's possible, you're not allowed to hear from a Katan, and the Seifa says that it's Kasher, you are allowed to hear from a Katan, and how could both those memories be Rabbi Huda? So the Gemara answers, Vidal Makula Rabbi Huda, perhaps the Mishnah really actually is completely Rabbi Huda, Vitre Gavni Katan Katanila, and we're actually learning about two different types of Katan. We're actually missing something, and this is what should be taught. Everyone's kosher to read the Megillah, except for Chershait of a Katan. When is that? That's only if the Katan hasn't reached the age of Chinuch. If the Katan has reached the age of Chinuch, even Lechatchila would be okay. Because Rabbi Huda is Machshir Katan, so it's very possible that the entire Mishnah is Rabbi Huda. But now the Gemara asks if that's really true that our Mishnah is Rabbi Huda. So, now that we establish that our Mishnah is Rabbi Huda, and the B'diavid, a person could be Yetzim Megillah from a Cheresh or from a Katan. So, Elohadetani, Rabbi Huda, Breit Roshem and Pasi, that which Rabbi Huda, Breit Roshem and Pasi taught, Cheresh Hamadabar Ve'ena Shemea, a Cheresh who could speak, but he can't hear what he's saying, Tarim Lechatchilo, that Lechatchilo, he actually could take off Truma, even though he can't hear the bracha that he's making when he's separating Truma. Money, who would that be like? I Rabbi Huda, Diavid, in Lechatchilo, Lai. If it's Rabbi Huda, we just said that Rabbi Huda would only allow the B'diavid, but not Lechatchilo. Any Rabbi Yasei would be Rabbi Yasei, with Diavid Nami Lai, that even B'diavid, it's not going to be good. So because of this question of who is this Brisa of Rabbi Huda, Breit Roshem, Pazi going to be like, it must be that we have a whole mapecha. This Brisa is actually like Rabbi Huda, and Rabbi Huda actually holds that even Lechatchilo, a person doesn't need to hear what he's saying. Memela, it must also be the Rabbi Huda holds that even Lechatchilo, one is allowed to say Shema without hearing himself. And Memela, Lechatchilo, one is also allowed to be Yitzhak from a Katan, meaning our Mishnah cannot be Rabbi Huda because our Mishnah says it's only allowed by the Yevid. So the Gemara asks, based off of that, Ve'elamai, so what do you want to say? That this Brisa of Truma that we just quoted is Rabbi Huda, like we just said it's Rabbi Huda, and Vafil Lechatchilo, even Lechatchilo, the Cherish is allowed to take off Truma and make that Bracha, even though he can't hear himself. Elohadetanya, what about the following Brisa that says, Loyevarch Adin Berchazamazan, believe a person's not to say Berchazamazan in his heart, meaning he's not to just think Berchazamazan. However, if he did do so, Yatsa his Yatsa. So money, who's that like? Loy Rabbi Huda, Vlay Rabbi Yasi. It's not Rabbi Huda or Rabbi Yasi. E Rabbi Huda, if you want to say it's Rabbi Huda, Afil Lechatchila. Even Lechatchila, he should be allowed to think it to himself without actually having to verbalize the words. And E Rabbi Yasi, if you want to say it's Rabbi Yasi, Afil Diavid Namilai. Even with Diavid, it shouldn't be okay if he thought Birchazamazan without actually saying the words. So Chafal Madalf on the top, the Gemara answers Loyalim Rabbi Huda. Actually, that price is Rabbi Huda. Afil Lechatchila. Even Lechatchila, a person could think benching to himself. Vlay Kashin, there's no problem. Hadide, Hadurabe. That price, he's actually quoting his Rebbe, but he himself holds that lechatchila you're allowed to think it to yourself. His Rebbe holds that it's only okay with the Yavid, but he himself holds lechatchila it's okay. The time you have a brayser, Rabbi Huda Omer Mishomer Rabbi ben Azaria. Rabbi Huda says in the name of Rabbi ben Azaria, Hakar Shema Tzarch Sheshmila Oznoi, a person who's saying Shema, he has to hear what he's saying. Shemar says in the pasuk, Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekin Hashem Echad. And what do we learn from there? Hashmeel Oznochah Mashatam Moitzim Yipicha. Your ears have to hear that which is coming out of your mouth. So we see that he's machmi 
Rabbi over here, but that's only because he's quoting his Rebbe, but that's not actually his own Shita. Now, Rav Meir, he tells us, Asher on your heart. What do we learn from there? Everything follows Kavanas Halev. Even though you didn't hear what you said, it's still okay and you're still Yaitse. And now, Hashad Hachi, once we've come to this point, that we actually have another Manda Amar, which is Rav Meir, so I feel we could actually say that Rabbi Yehuda holds like his Rebbe and that he holds it only Bidiyavid if a person didn't hear what he said, he's Yaitse. And Vahadatani Yehuda Breder Shem and Pazi, and that Brice of Rabbi Yehuda Breder Shem and Pazi that was talking about Truma and a Cherish's light to take of Truma Lechatchila, Rav Meir, he, that's Rav Meir, and we don't have to say it's Rabbi Yehuda. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow, continue to explain the Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.